Hello, beautiful people listening and watching wherever you are. This is Emmanuel once again, and here with me in the studio are Luani Femi and Bolu. Okay, so I always feel like I need to comment on your intro, but let's let's leave that. But also <laughs> behind the scenes with us here are our two wonderful ladies, Onome and Gracious. So they are saying hi, even though you can't see them. But yeah, they've uh, been wonderful so far, so good, and uh, they've been with us from when we started the video uh, experiments. It's been an it's been an interesting experiment, and I'm sure. There are lots of things you guys have to give feedback to us for. I, I got one tough feedback on was it Wednesday night? Yes, it was on Wednesday night. Um, no, that's what on Tuesday night. But I'm not going to say it on air. I'm going to I'm going to tell them after <laughs> okay. after after the this. But yeah, that's it's been an interesting one this week. It's all about Twitter drama. It always seems like Elon Musk is making its way to our podcasts every, every other day. week or every other day actually. Oh yeah, so many, many things going on. Meta laid off the greatest layoff in history. I think that can be a headline. Yes. So the greatest layoff in tech history. The largest layoff in tech history. Meta. Then we're also going to be talking about Telegram and Instagram. We'll just give it that a mention. Then Jumia. Okay, yeah, Jumia. Some some interesting things are going on with Jumia. But yeah. wait. Watch to the end or listen to the end of this episode to get some of the latest gists in the Twitter space. Like it's it's really really awesome. And of course, we'll be addressing some of your comments at the end of this uh, episode. So please look alive, guys. Look alive. Look alive. Look alive. Britain, I'm stealing a playbook from someone, but yeah, Britain. I do want to talk. Okay, so yeah, this week we heard that Jumia is pushing towards profitability once again. What do you have any info for us there? In a way, I want to say because of the Nigeria sense that this mean that these people sitting down on the profitability. <laughs> <laughs> but the news that we got was that uh, co founders, co CEOs, that's Jeremy and Sacha, left, they left their post. We didn't know whether they were told to leave or advised to leave. But all we knew all we know is that they stepped down from their roles as co CEO. I said to ignore or try to pretend they don't have surnames because I don't want to murder anybody's name. But Jeremy yeah. and Jeremy, Sacha. Jeremy Hodara Sacha Pong Neck. Sorry. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> you see, he refused to fall I into that trap. <laughs> no, that's what I said. Do please, do. please, but yeah, those, those yeah, guys so they have wonderful names. Those those two um, guys they stepped down from being co CEOs in Jumia, and the announcement also showed that two other people who have been in the system for a while will take up their positions while as acting. Reacting their positions while they look for a new CEO. Meanwhile, the reason for leaving, right, is Emmanuel. Why, why you continue? Words? I need Meanwhile, to be sure. The reason for leaving. <laughs> give give us the Jesus heart as it is. Please, please, please. Ah. I'm not us today. I'm cold. This is on 30. What are you talking about? You don't. 
code is related. Why are we digressing? Okay. <laughs> anyways, anyways, the new acting CEO and the vice president, that is Dufe and my late Maziri. Ah, I'm sorry. Ended I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. <laughs> the reason this one should be taking up the position for now is to reduce operating loss and set the business on a clear path to profitability through stronger cost discipline, targeted monetization initiatives, and a more simplified and efficient organization. In a way, this if, if I'm reading this right, it's trying to say those that step down are inefficient. We're inefficient in these rules. They've not been leading them to profitability. I know Emmanuel can speak well about how Jumia has been struggling for a long time to break even talkless of making mm. profit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to, to that point, right? I mean, I will always, I will always remember Sacha for uh, he came to Tech Point in 2019 with um, what was that? He's a basketballer. Igodala. Yeah, Igodala, okay. Yes, so he came to Tech Point with Igodala and talked about the Nigerian tech scene or the startup space. So, and I've been interested in Jumia's activities over the years, but my main concern has always been the viability of e-commerce, their model. So, e-commerce has practiced with their model. So, there are different ways people are trying to rethink e-commerce. There's the Copia Global, there's um this guy is soko watch there's market no no why am i saying market for sorry soko watch there's <laughs> trade depot yes trade depot, yeah. trade depot they they are approaching e-commerce from different ways mm-hmm. and investors are taking huge bets on them mm-hmm. but jumia's model has always been a little bit questionable right they, they wanted to build the amazon of africa and uh, sometime in 2020, they shut down most of your markets. In African and countries. In the African countries. So they said they were trying to cut down costs and move towards profitability, right? Then they reduced advertising. They reduced a lot of freebies. They, mm-hmm. redu- they reduced their marketing spend generally. And their losses reduced. But what they didn't emphasize to the public in their annual reports or their quarterly report was... As the losses also reduced, the revenue also reduced. So it makes sense that if your revenue was not that much, they of course, the loss corresponding. Corresponding. Then, at that own time, I think around that time, oh, the stock, their stock prices started falling. Mm-hmm. In 2020, it was rising because of the pandemic. There was this uh, huge online shopping and e-commerce, and yeah, this this whole uh, boom that we're talking about. We're going to address it with Meta, with mm-hmm. Zuckerberg's um, letter to his employees. I think you are going to address this because there was this boom that happened in co- with COVID-19 and many companies rushed to bed. They thought, okay, people are coming online. Even they after remain COVID, there. People will stay online, but mm-hmm. it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I don't order Jumia food, if I don't have to. Like, if I don't have, if I can, at least I, I sit in the office all day. I even see it as an opportunity to trek and stroll to the restaurants to go and buy my food and eat. So, contrary to what people were saying um, during COVID, the restaurant business is not is not going anywhere mm-hmm. anytime soon. But for Jumia, that was what was happening when they decided that okay, ah, maybe this strategy is not working. Let's start spending again. Of course, the losses 
We spike again. Spike again. But my revenue because yeah. we, are, we are doing free delivery and stuff. Yes. Yeah, so and so far so good. I think Jumia really stepped up their game this year. The yeah, orders and the customer events, service. Customer, customer service. service. Both on the main Jumia platform and Jumia, Jumia food. food. Like I remember ordering something from a restaurant. They didn't put meat. They apologized. I called them. This is what happened. They apologized and they gave me a voucher. What the amount of supposed meat then another one jimmy food that one it was two of us at uh, civic center the other jimmy food they didn't put uh, drink or chicken yeah something like that or was it one spoon <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah all those things happened and jimmy was quick to respond so it's getting better but i just i hope um, the like new guys yeah, yeah, the, the the guys that are coming, the next set of the boy, because they said this is not the last thing that we will see that they will do some changes to senior management. That some people are still probably, are probably still going to leave, and I'm looking at the expectation on the people that are coming because e-commerce is in in Africa. Is the ghetto? Is the ghetto? It is. It is. So it's not as if somebody actually has the playbook for it, right? Mm. The, uh, the OG commerce guy in Nigeria, which he was that we talking about, Olumide, and one of the one of the okay, <laughs> one of the e-commerce OGs in Nigeria. He has tried different models. The one that he tried recently. Uh, yeah, the one he tried recently was interesting. Yes, I, I knew you were very happy about it when he first announced it in 2021. Yeah, cloud commerce. No, before it became cloud commerce, Pepeka, yes, the idea was great, but then it's still the ghetto. So I'm, I'm, I'm. We're having our fingers crossed to those that are coming to take this guy's place because, well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I, it's. I think what will just happen is will just be some kind of out of the box thinking mm-hmm. to break this cycle of profitability loss revenue, profitability loss revenue. That cycle of oh stop cut costs okay your revenue drops profits reduces so yeah mm-hmm. start spending more to get more revenue, revenue. increases your losses increases. So it's losses on every order that you receive from jumia jumia is making at least five pound or five euros loss, loss that's crazy. each order at least ah, that's a lot i think they're or, just betting on when e-commerce okay, will be the last time i checked Africa last time i checked it could be lower than yeah. that by now but i sincerely doubt that yeah, but you have to yeah. still give it to them still sticking by the model yeah yeah, yeah it's it's important and at least conga is still functioning i, I need to i do function <laughs> coming from somebody that just saw shake from them recently <laughs> oh okay something happened with Onga. okay Story for another day. No problem. <laughs> so yeah, talking about people coming online and that e-commerce boom not sticking. Meta mm. just laid off eleven thousand employees. Well, when the when the what's it called? Is it the information got out? I think last week, late last week, that this week that there will be massive layout in Meta. The, the oppression was high, right? Who's going? But then, when you hear eleven thousand, it's almost impossible for somebody you know to get not to get caught. Maybe somebody you know online, somebody in your um, this thing that is working with uh, Meta. Meta. And we should not forget that Meta is not just Facebook, 
we have facebook instagram whatsapp i think aside from their social media platforms they also have other companies meta quest the vr yeah exactly so this course across this course across so this goes across the old meta workforce which is about like 87,000 workers but 11,000 of them so like 30% of the, yes how did they how did they pick the 11 is it that they use the algorithm to decide who they are laying off yes who knows because no, okay so if if you want to look at if you want to look at how companies decide to lay off as we discussed in one of the articles that i wrote about layoffs there are a lot of for a mass layoff like this you just look at um is there, is there a section that is not necessary again you just consider it as a whole from remove from edge to down you yeah i saw once then working with meta quest she mm-hmm. and her team the entire team they were laid off yes the guys with the vr on the air oh, okay. guys i'm like what the heck is going on yes the then people that joined maybe recently six months three months automatically you just look at your ledger where's the list of how workers joined there maybe there's a list of sheets just that people that just joined meta recently just from this line downwards of you get but i'm just uh, uh like what what um warmed my heart is the fact that this was done properly properly mm-hmm. unlike properly, properly uh, like to an extent because um th- there's no layoff can never be nice nobody hears about layoff and says look at positive side there's never a positive side to layoff maybe there is but not none that you will see at the point you are getting laid off but it depends on how the the owner of the business approaches it like you have to be humane when you are doing that kind of thing you have to provide support in a way it's not even about severance there's something on the uh, on the list that part of the speech that uh, mark gave um following the layoff that you will make provision for for support so that those people can have um access to um, people that they can speak with to help them go through this phase successfully and even include them in like a database of when when another company is looking for workers like you put metas employees on that list ex employees on that list and they will be the first set of people to be considered that is like you are giving them something to fall back on aside from the how many months is it 16 months um i'm trying to confirm i think six, six months health coverage no i'm talking about of their pay Oh. oh okay yeah pay. yes is uh, um gracious you know add it ouch, ouch. <laughs> so, so. but, but it's, it's more than 10 months i think it's more than a year uh, what of pay yes yes okay. I, i i should confirm that okay. i read it in this speech yesterday and it was like no this is this is you mean right even when you want to look at how hot for it is that you are losing your job right yes 16 Okay, it's not months, it's 16 weeks. Okay. So it's not months, it's 16 weeks of base pay plus two additional weeks for every year of service with no cap. Like if you've worked in in Meta for 10 years now, that is you are collecting 20 that is extra 20 months. Weeks. Oh, 20 weeks. Why am I saying month? Weeks. <laughs> weeks. Yes, thank you very much. Yeah. We like sorry <laughs> now. I I thought I thought I saw I thought I saw months, right? That is 20 extra weeks that you um that is 20 weeks is like five months mm. five months salary 
yeah. plus the four um, four month salary they are supposed to get. That is if you've spent ten years in, and there's no cap to it. So you are getting enough to make you stable at least for the first one or two months, mm-hmm. and then your name is on even on a wait list. Yeah. That should be considered when that's, there's a job opening, that's what right? There's, there's health so, coverage. Exactly, and people that I went to that are when that are that are in, maybe in US with a working visa, you get that is because we are working with Facebook. They are, you have time to they they even open a, a, an opportunity for you to consult with um, somebody that knows about this visa thing so that they can help you to transition properly. So this is humane. Nobody is saying they okay. should not live. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even yeah, Stripe this this kind of thing. We've heard they are humane. But <laughs> this is my issue, right? Mm-hmm. It's in the first place for you to need to lay off. Like, you have too, mo- too many. All I'm hearing is meta over indulging hiring. Yes. So, um, even when I'm, I'm not I'm not trying to make a case for them, but um business owners they take chances at some point, they make decisions. So here I know, but hear me out. The mm-hmm. lady that was leader of the MetaQuest team, mm-hmm. she was sold a vision for the AR and VR headsets mm-hmm. which she ran with mm-hmm. and she started chasing. Mm-hmm. And when it was time to cut staff she and the entire team was laid off. Like, it didn't... So, yes, it's, it's humane sad. give me See, this, it's but sad. still... See, I, I think you know, sh- the thing is... Companies yeah. come up with ideas. Exactly. Like, there are ideas that have come and you've tried it for maybe three months. Like, no, no, this, this, this is not fly. And you are cutting it off. Yeah, why not let me know? So that I can change department. No, no, no. That is it now. It's not as if they will know now. Even the business owner, people that make projection, right? For instance, people that make projection for um, e-commerce or how much people spend online, Mm. then it's not as if they don't, they they do not look at their papers, right? They just felt that the kind of um, frequency that people are coming online to get stuff now, if if it continues like this, people will make it an habit. It's not that, it's not as if people will continue to stay at home, but it will become an habit and they'll be continuing in that way. They projected, it's not as if they knew what is going to happen. Same with this, right? Although there's the question about them still holding on to the meta part, which is what is like carrying okay. the so old I, I, money. Okay, you want to say something? No, no. Uh, when you say holding on to the meta part, like is it that they are letting the metaverse? No, no, it's the, this cost that they are cutting like this. I'm, 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 how much of it is getting to the metaverse project? I think a lot actually. Oh, they are cutting back on the metaverse. No, they are not. No, th- that's what I'm trying like to they say. Want they, to they want to reduce spending on that part so that they can focus on focus the metaverse. Exactly, okay, that's now. the thing I'm okay, talking now, about. Now, hear me out. Hear me out, right? They want to focus on the metaverse. They've already mm-hmm. spent over nine billion dollars on the metaverse. So <laughs> is that good luck? <laughs> wait now. Now they've already sold this metaverse vision to mm-hmm. one hapless team lead or program manager, product manager, or software mm-hmm. engineers. Mm-hmm. And what if two years down the line the metaverse does not become a viable business? It's of none. So you want to want to tell me they are going to clear up that entire metaverse team? Uh, wait, you know, just imagine no, now, the CEO sold wait. a vision to you that and he said this is the future let's run with it and you are running with it then it's, it still doesn't I change the fact that you try things it's not as if it was sure 
the, I think is the it's what we see with um, entrepreneurship and businesses. You might see something today and it's like this is the future. Sell mm-hmm. it to people and they believe it. We've seen businesses and um, VCs that sink millions, hundreds of millions of dollars. That, that's even another story. So let me say this part your of your vision might later come out to be a bust a or a ruse. Or an illusion. See, let me exactly. let me see. Let, let, this, can't blame anyone this is the part of the I conversation. This is part of his speech that <laughs> see, he said we've shifted more of our resources onto a smaller number of high priority growth rates. Mm-hmm. Like our AI discovery engine, so our ads, different. our business platforms, mm-hmm. and our long term vision for the metaverse. So he's trying to say that well, people are saying that they should have focused on the social media part and probably put more money on getting the ads together so that can bring money instead of putting a lot of money on what you are not even sure is is, is no is i think in, the in a way he mentioned social media part of side of things and those things you just listed mm-hmm. the ai discovery engine and ads and the ads so if if they make those two really really work well then they will f- they will probably um um fuel the long-term vision for the metaverse yes then they also i think they also doubled into generative ai recently they did a and they created an ai that could just the way dal e2 okay. as you type in a text and it, it gives you an image so i can say bolu sitting in the metaverse mm-hmm. to show me something that looks like bolu sitting sitting in the metaverse, metaverse. or bolu sitting in jupiter <laughs> or Bolu fighting Batman, <laughs> so they wanted to. They did something similar, but for video, mm-hmm. five second oh, video. Nice. So you just type what you want to uh, type, then generate. Uh, so you detect what you want to see, and it turns it into a video. So mm-hmm. th- there are lots of possibility with AI. There are lots of possibility with the ads and blah blah blah. But my own concern is this: even if you don't see that this is viable, the team lead. The product manager, those heads. You, 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 you are just trying to fight too. for these people. They've built their portfolio. You get. Yeah, if they want to sell I mean, what they've done for Facebook yeah. anyway, they're out cake. I know they're out cake, but see, see a funny thing. Uh, someone tweeted something, said, oh, those of you who, who are all those companies telling, oh, X, X Twitter, X, X Free, uh, Meta, <laughs> to come on shoots their shots in my dms mm-hmm. apply my dms are open mm-hmm. i'm willing to hire you guys their annual compensation was more than your pre-seed <laughs> not your, even your pre-seed your seed round imagine someone raising three hundred thousand seed round or five hundred thousand dollars that's like the annual that's like the annual uh compensation for oh, some that's top true. Meta people. that's so true how many companies can afford this meta and the buy is just high have to the buy is they have, high. To, they have, they have, have to settle now oh god they will have to settle no. unless they see another mega tech company that will take them how many people can afford them, them in this current market where people are no cost conscious <laughs> okay <sighs> all right so guys let's 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 hear a message from the people in our strength so that we will not fight <laughs> <laughs> no not today we will not fight so that <laughs> <laughs> hi i'm abisola adenoga the head of business at techpoint africa did you know that you could present yourself as a reputable brand leader 
Did you know that your business can get the limelight it deserves? Now you do. Using TechPoint Africa's marketing tools, we can put you in the faces of a large audience for brand awareness and thought leadership. To do this, reach out to us by sending an email to business at techpoint.africa or click on the link in the description below. Okay, yeah. Whatever that, whatever happened just now, please bear with us. Whatever <laughs> happened, uh, I was seeing hand signals. So I said, "Talking." Okay. okay, so this week there has been a very, very huge, huge, huge drama on the streets of Peck. Ah. <laughs> so this is where we come for Bulu and but his metaverse Bulu, and Web three people. Thank you. Yes, I appreciate that. You are not coming for her. Well, for, for him, him. Yes. sorry. I mean, him. <laughs> sorry. Oh, are you a he, he, they, them, them? I mean, let's not start that. Okay, so on the streets of Twitter, streets of Facebook, of LinkedIn, everybody is delivering hot takes. Yeah. Nobody knows what's really going on. Yeah, okay, people, some people know, but I feel like most people don't really understand what's going on. Most people giving hot takes. So I've not seen any place that genuinely digests what is going on with Binance and FTX. So can you explain it to me like I'm one? All right. What's going on is actually very simple. So uh, we got news that Binance was about to acquire FTX, basically about to buy FTX, which was very surprising news. Why was this surprising? Surprising because FTX, FTX is not as large as Binance, but FTX is an OG in the crypto space. It's one of the fastest growing um, crypto exchanges. And all of a sudden we are hearing that Binance wants to buy them. And everyone's like, ah, 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 everything is up. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so there's a lot of backstory to it actually. And the reason why it's happening is because there's something called, FTX has something called a liquidity crunch. A liquidity, a liquidity crunch is a situation whereby, um, say for example, you have Piggyvest, right? And everybody on, say 80% of people on Piggyvest decide, I want my money. It's in such situations, it's not always possible that, you know, that platform will, able to, will have enough liquidity to give everybody their money at the same time. And so that was what happened to FTX. How did it happen? The, getting there (laughs) so people wanted there was a withdrawal of about started with four billion in a few hours it rose to about six billion US. and ftx didn't have that kind of money they didn't have the liquidity for that before that so like you asked how did this happen why did it happen suddenly so um you need some backstory to this right so binance used to be an investor in ftx then over the years, as FTX grew larger, they started to buy back the equity yeah, from Binance. They paid Binance with BUSD, and then they also paid Binance with something called FTT. FTT is the native token for FTX. Just like BNB. Exactly. Still Binance. Exactly. So it's okay. basically like I'm buying, like I want to buy something from Nifemi, and I'm buying it with money that I created by myself. Right, mm-hmm. and then she takes it. Right, but then um, recently, um, CZ, CZ, uh, I can't, I don't want to attempt to even try and pronounce his name, mm. but he's known popularly as CZ. Yeah, Shall I try? 
Continue, continue. <laughs> it's your funeral. <laughs> so, um, he decided that, you know what, I want to sell off this FTT that is with us, that is in our hands right now, which is a massive chunk of FTT. If you are, not even if you are accustomed to the crypto space, if you are accustomed to stock exchange, anything, you know that once there's a massive dump of a particular share, the value, the company, go down. value goes down. So CZ reviewed that, you know what, I want to sell this thing off. Huge chunk of it. And, you know, people being people who are smart and who have no sense, people will also decide, we know that ah, if this guy sells this thing, the FTT I'm holding is about to go to yes, dust. Yeah. Everybody decided, come on, I'm selling. People that wanted to sell decided to sell. People that were shorting um, the, the token started shorting. And that was where the whole wala started. But then there's still some backstory again to why did CZ decide he wants to sell this off. It seemed like wickedness. If you think about it's it. Business. <laughs> it's business. It's well, well, <laughs> business. Well, why? Sorry. It's business. Continue. But then, <laughs> there have been some rumors recently that, you know, the CEO of FTX, Sam, Sam Fried. SBF. SBF. Has been lobbying government against Binance. Mm. Yes. And, you know, some tweets by MCZ um, actually point at that. Um, the tweet he made when he decided that he wanted to sell it, where he said something like, that sounded like, um, we are not, let me read out exactly what, we, what he said in that. Twitter has failed me. I opened this. <laughs> the the <laughs> very red thing just opened. I'm Time to refresh. Why? She has screenshotted it or something. Yeah, so, but what he said was, He's deciding to sell and he said something around um, people who, who work against the industry, stuff like that. You know, you see that there's some kind of... So, must, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's important that I point out that nothing is for sure. You know, we can only make... Um, it's educated yes, guesses. Yes, exactly. You don't see assumptions. But nothing like is sure, but when you think about all these things, you now start to understand these things that are unraveling. So, funny enough, um, Binance... Uh, that can we say started this whole thing? Decided that you know what? We'll rescue FTX. FTX. We'll provide you that liquidity that you want. See, how much did you say you need? This video. You're about to have this coming to mind. Ashenibani Daru. We'll give it to you. But and then they issued something called an LOI, um, letter of intent. Letter of intent. You need to understand that it's it's not what Elon Musk did with Twitter. It means, you know. We are. We might buy you, but then we need to do some due diligence and know if we really want to do it. So they did their due diligence, and all of a sudden, Binance, Binance made a U-turn that will probably become um, FTX's um, demise. Wow. <laughs> and the final nail in their yes, they said you know what? We will not be going forward, ah. and that was. But we want to say that the FTX. Yes, FTT is already FTT has already lost about seventy percent of its value, already, and another thing that even makes it worse for FTX is most of its collateral is in FTT. Oh good. So Rest it's a peace. very it's so surprising because like I said, FT, FTX is it's an OG. FTX has been has been one billion people out um, 
the likes of um, BlockFi. Read about when they bought BlockFi, when BlockFi was in trouble, and you will not think that something like this will be happening to FTX. So, the crypto market throughout this year has just been full of so many surprises. It has been, it has been very surprising. That's that's you know pretty yeah. much. Pretty How many weeks ago was it that Coinbase was laying off? It doesn't be that that long, and and then from the from the press release that Binance, you see that it's as if Binance is like some you know those videos, those memes where he says somebody where he tells someone like um uh, something terrible happened to you, and the person like oh no, and then and they do they're laughing <laughs> <laughs> because when you read when you read um the yeah, um, statement the statement the statement right, as a result of corporate due diligence as well as the latest new reports regarding mishandled customer funds and alleged agency investigations. Where did this come from? Wait, it, so there's mishandled customer funds. It's like Binance is like <laughs> finish. You say you think yes. So that's oh just boy. what it looks like to me. That's what it sounds like. But then with the day everything looks. Um, CZ also made a tweet where he said uh, that. Nobody should think that he's happy that this is happening to FTX. That we you know, know it's important know. for the we know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> so it's a very uh, and honestly, I feel bad for for, for FTX. FTX. So mm. and you know there are a lot of lessons to be learned here because mm, you want to give us lessons. So yeah, it's, it's important lessons. because you know no matter how big you're not anybody, you are not too big to fall, especially in the crypto industry because it is very under-regulated and for good reason and again it's also it also points to the fact that you know with the amount of things that have happened this year alone the fact that the crypto market is even still existing you know it's actually a form of hope for me it gives me hope that because imagine this was the stock market we've seen things like this happen to the no stock market especially in 2008 with the entire thing and then the government had to come to the rescue the crypto market doesn't have anybody to come to its rescue so the fact that it's still existing at this point with everything that has happened you know, maybe this is just like a very important um, stage yeah, stage for it where so it has to some things and then you know who is the real ones and who is mm. who is the fake mm. so i think you know I hope you now understand what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 a nice I think this is even the first time I'm fully understanding what really happened. I've been seeing bits and pieces here and there. So yeah, we're going to compile everything together and put as a separate video. Yeah. On this thing. So in case you are trying to understand what is going on between Binance and FTX, you have one place to find everything. But the conversation still needs to be had about Web3 and all the bubbles and all the I mean Oh, recently tweeted something about people are shouting about FTS and FTT. What are the people that are still holding chimpanzees mm. that they bought for $1 million? <laughs> or someone who bought Jack Dozzi's first tweet and then for a million dollars. They are dollars. pricing it for... They will price it for as low as, I think, $12. $12. Someone that bought for $1 million. So everything is now blowing up in smoke. We It's... So I'm thinking about this, right? When the likes of Facebook and Twitter and all the social media platforms were building what we now know as Web 2, where they shouting Web 2 up and down. No. They were just building. Just 
but this time around this is the age of buzz this is the age where you create buzz before you even start building like so there's no products yes and, and it also brings if you also need to um you know acknowledge the fact that some people have even some ogs have come out to even tell us that the three self people are just deceiving yourself it's just marketing tactic jack dossie said it was it this it was last year so that was the end of last year i said this is a marketing tactic yeah it's a buzzword. marketing and fundraising tactic i mean yeah. come on there's you're telling me you're creating something that is decentralized but then there's somebody funding it so you mean somebody will fund something that they can't control that they will leave somebody will fund something for over 300 million dollars i'm happy you're thinking like this and now. we'll say you know what everybody can do what they like people this thing will be controlled by people um profits will be shared so this whole decentralization talk right i think it will either go two ways right people get more educated about blockchain and how it works not web3 blockchain technology mm. they get more educated about blockchain yeah. technology and understand it then they run their decentralized activities however they feel like doing that or these centralized platforms get regulated and they stop deceiving themselves that they are web3 and they are decentralized because think about it why does a binance needs to ex- why does it need to exist based on the core value of bitcoin or the core value of blockchain taking away demand taking away that central force that controls everything binance is a very 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 big force right now yeah. right the central exchange why did a company exist why did they why did an ftx exist it's because individuals were not able to navigate the world of blockchain on their own they didn't understand it exactly. they don't know how to create a metamask wallet for example mm. and send mm. uh, bitcoin directly to another wallet without a central this thing yeah. so the central exchange gives you a little bit of trust yeah. there's a customer care exactly you have to, somewhere to run to if something goes good wrong. but for that kind of thing to exist then there should be regulation because that is why banks are regulated because banks are holding the money of a lot of people and that's what's happening with these crypto exchanges they're holding billions of dollars worth of people's assets yeah. and, and that brings me to the next um lesson that we need to learn from this so it's important for people to like if you are holding any form of cryptocurrency and you're holding it in a central exchange just always have at the back of your mind that it's not your money anything can happen to it at, mm. at any time any central exchange yes, yes. yes any central exchange just know because central the thing with central like to see what happened with what's happening with ftx now it's they've stopped withdrawals they possibly can pay they don't have the that liquidity for everybody so, who no. has six billion <laughs> even billionaires don't have six billion dollars <laughs> lying around it's not so The best thing is find find a, a non uh, non custodial wallet. A non custodial wallet is a wallet that is not um, tied to. That is not let's say not owned by anybody. Like it's not a Binance, it's not FTX. It's just a wallet on the blockchain that is for you. You have the private key. You know, there's a saying in crypto that not my private key, not my coins. If it's not if the private key is not yours, it's not because The thing with those central exchanges is that they own those that private key. The private key is with them. They are the ones securing it for you. So just get 
a non-custodial wallet. Hold your own private key, put it in a safe, put it somewhere. I mean, I'm starting to sound really bad. People are starting to do me to the private key again. Private key is just like, it's like, like a, a way you can get into that that wallet. That wallet. Just, just like a key. Just see it as a normal key. Mm. But it's not physical keys. It can be like a, a string of letters mm. that you can that use. Can just, like just print it out. Put it in your safe. Like a safe deposit box. Exactly. Or you, you can even use offline wallets. There are offline wallets. Um, there's one called Ledger. It's like a USB. It's like a flash drive. You can have that. Put it around your neck. Just <laughs> have it like a normal. <laughs> you are your life. No one will know it. it's your so always have an alternative anything can happen to the central even the binance that are saying yeah yeah they are, they are for me they are for me jagaban right now anything can i mean ftx is one of the fastest growing um, um, um crypto, crypto exchanges as sbf the founder sbf was it's worth 32 ways. billion dollars for kind of and in this is just a I'm week a, is it up to a week, sir? Is it up to a week? The conversation the was real a week. Word, the like, real I saw the Twitter was like yesterday or this morning. Somebody, somebody spoke to me. I decided to acquire them. I'm like, does that kind of conversation have happen overnight? <laughs> this morning. <laughs> like, oh man, it's, it's, it's a really interesting turnaround of things. And if you really, really want to understand what's going on in the financial sector and build wealth before retirement. You want to get more insights like what Bully just mentioned now, like avoiding central exchanges, especially if you want to keep your assets long term. Yeah. So all these things, how these financial technologies can improve your life, can help you build wealth for retirement. You don't want to say, oh, let's say you've worked with your company for years and you say, let me go and let me go. And it's that time that FTX is to crash. Mm. Th- that could have happened to someone, actually. Someone actually, that have yeah. saved up their money retirement mm-hmm. funds mm-hmm. in ftx and say oh let me retire in 2022 then you now see that tweet from binance i i can imagine a lot of things before it's time yeah so please come to fintech.techpoint.africa register and make a date with us at four points by sheraton on november 26th we're going to be exploring financial technologies well maybe not blockchain blockchain but Finance, which what anytime people are shouting blockchain, that is, still, is, is, yeah. is still finance people are doing. I've not seen any reasonable thing. Don't worry. Sorry. I'll, BNG, I'll show you something. Come for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually, I'll show you something. Yeah. Something very Okay. Simple. Don't disappoint me, Sha. No. no problem. No problem. So yeah, please make it a date with us. The hackathon has already started. Am I right? Yeah. So yeah, the hackathon has started and... Okay, yes, please, guys. We've sent out the notifications for the Tech Point FinTech TFS Hackathon. Yeah, the Tech Point FinTech Summit Hackathon. And check your emails. If you made it, you would know. If you didn't make it, you would also know. But yes, just check your emails. And people have already started building. Yes, that's that's what's going on. And an MVP will be ready as soon as possible. So yes, let's let's make it a date, November twenty sixth. Don't forget that date. But let us round up with Twitter drama. Twitter. I think we should ask how many, how many minutes we have because you can drag this for long. How many minutes do we have left? Okay, so there's no point to even be asking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Twitter, 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 Twitter blue. 
There are a lot of I woke uh, up in, this the, in the last in the last two weeks, in the past two weeks that Elon Musk acquired Twitter. We've had enough drama to last us a year. Like um. every day. Every day, okay. Then it was oh um blue Twitter blue would be twenty dollars. Okay, it's changed to eighty dollars. Jale jale. I still saw somebody that bought <laughs> who tweeted that he got his Twitter blue um for six dollars and many cents. Yes, because we had a conversation with with a lot more So they're now pricing it. Oh, no, no, it's the customer care now. So you reach out to customer care when it's funny <laughs> because there are a lot of things going on. Then that one was there. And there's another tick that came to show that if you official. if official um, official if, tick, if you're an OG verified person, yes, it okay. shows that so that you are, they will not say you bought your own blue tick. Then we woke yeah. up again and it. Official tick is gone. They didn't even spend up to two hours before they removed it. <laughs> then, so there are a lot of things going on, but the the, mm-hmm. the most most recent and probably the most devastating one is the layoff, unceremonious layoff. I would say that's happened. It was not as nice as uh, yes, and not as that as Meta or Stripe soon. It's unceremonious. It just happened, and people just got to know that we are no, we are no longer. A Twitter employee, uh, a Twitter employee. Now it's it's gone from Jack's Twitter to Mark's Twitter, and things they occur inside Mark's <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> the, yeah. thing, the thing, that 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 face where the owner of a business is the one responding to anybody that mentions his name on Twitter. Like you just see random people talking about Twitter and Elon Musk will be under that tweet commenting <laughs> what is going on. Yeah, but it's it's all fun and games, but I'm sure it's not fun and games for the Twitter employees in Ghana. It is not, it is not. And it's it, there are there are employees from across the world, Ireland. Um I think I saw I saw two of them that I actually have a lot of employees from those countries that got laid off. And yes, Ghana, right? It was was it not last year April when we got the news that um Ghana Twitter opens in Ghana, Ghana yeah. and and it was all nice. It's a good news that eventually Twitter came to Africa it's, mm-hmm. it's in Africa, even though it's not in Nigeria. I know the controversies around that. Because some of the rules we actually for, for Nigerians, yeah. yes, but yes, work started then, but they've all been working remotely up until last week when they resumed in a physical office and three days after resumption, mocks struck. That's said we are shutting down the entire office. the entire office. No severance. No severance from what was revealed from the reports that went out because I don't know why. I don't know because I tried to reach out and get if if this was done done properly, if the layoff was done properly, which is like the proper thing to do for somebody to have spent like over one year of their lives with you. Mm-hmm. You they deserve some some kind of compensation. compensation, right? You just don't wake up like you should even give them notice before you. You just say it's, we are done. Like the, the the emails does not even carry their names. It's not addressed to them. Wow. Idea. <laughs> yes, it just be like idea or hello, with exclamation mark. Collect your own. It just so it's like a mass thing. Just BCC everybody. Everybody get out. It's 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 not very nice. Yeah, did you reach out nice. to any of the employees? Uh, I reached out to three of them, like three of the major employees in Ghana, but. Only one responded and said, "You can't comment on it for now." Which 
probably is an NDA thing or person is still grieving. One of the two. Oh, okay. It's, it's sad. It's sad. I, I feel people should be human enough. And a nature professional mentioned the fact that when you do this kind of layoffs, it, it will have an effect on your brand, on the company's brand, which is why we are discussing it today. Because when you want to put it on a scale, Meta trumped what Twitter did. Ma- uh, what you what Mark do. did with Meta trumped what Mox is doing, Elon Mox is doing with Twitter now. Yeah, even though Meta even lead more people. Exactly. Still humane, like you know, Nifemi was saying. And another point with this whole verification thing that I think we should mention before we go is the fact that just bring your $8. That is the... Just bring your you, you can't do it yet. It's just iOS users that can do it. I'm not in, in, in Nigeria in yet. Oh, in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. It, it's Nigeria. Yeah, it's UK, not even in Nigeria yet. Canada. Okay, so but the the, the issue now is just eight dollars. There's no even ID verification. Anybody, as long as you have it, just bring your eight dollars. Just it's like you are going to bend that select at uh, Bega or Ushodi. Just bring your 500 naira. You get. When it comes to tackling, it's the last. Pay. Okay. Now you are done. Pay. Pay is dollars. Okay. So, but it's very crazy because it feels like just anybody can get verified. They're using Apple, and the Apple's uh, payment system. Apple is collecting is. I think Apple. I believe Apple is collecting a percentage of that about 30 percent on each payment but someone did something you created a fake uh this thing and bought verification for someone and apple did not even verify and hope we don't because if twitter is re- uh, leaving the body now verification to apple and google mm-hmm. google because they will originally come to android obviously mm-hmm. but if it's leaving the body on verification on those two guys I think Twitter will face a lot of issues because mm-hmm. those two guys, I'm um, 199% sure that they are also facing their own issues with identity theft and mm-hmm. fraud and all of that. Yes. Then you now carry that to Twitter. People, because how many people will even check the blue check mark to see if it's someone that paid for Twitter blue or mm-hmm. someone that was uh, an OG verified person? So it, it's people, anybody can just get verified now on Twitter. Scams, fraud, yeah, anything. It's kind of like what some of the arguments Elon Musk made before the real Twitter, this thing went down when he wanted to back out of the deal. I was saying there was a lot of bots and stuff. But now I can easily create. But he said if you are caught, you'll be banned for life. For life. Or something. But from what we've seen so far and the way. Especially when they are when when they are when their work, workforce is now halved. People it's that are doing verification will be lesser. Yo, know what? You know what? So exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how they sh- they are treating this whole verification thing after the fact. After someone has done it, then in mm-hmm. a band. After someone has impersonated someone. What's about after the, 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 the arm? After the arm. So it's it's easy if someone impersonates Cristiano Ronaldo and you ban that person. But what of someone who is not as popular as Cristiano Ronaldo? Mm-hmm. But like not but you have no money in your account. <laughs> but it's so, someone that is equally important. And for instance, social engineering. 
the CEO of Sterling Bank, for instance, mm. is on Twitter. He doesn't have as much followers as many of the Twitter people, but mm-hmm. he's a very important person. Mm-hmm. Imagine someone impersonates him. Without putting parody. Without putting parody. How how will Twitter find that out? You they will only find out after it has happened. Now mm. imagine what happens when you impersonate the CEO of one of Nigeria's the biggest, biggest banks in Nigeria. Anyway. Third web person Yeah. We'll, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. And please come to the FinTech Summit to come and learn about a lot of things, finance and financial. Please, please, yeah, please. Yeah, fintech.techpoint.africa. So <laughs> let's acknowledge yeah. some of these comments. Some okay. of the comments we got on the uh our YouTube videos. So I'm looking for it. I'll soon find it. Uh, Almost I th- I there. Gracious <laughs> yeah, she yes, she did. Yeah. But well, we cannot nice, leave here nice without acknowledging them. Actually, yeah. Uh, Runo. Runo says, love this video version as well. Keep it coming. Thank you so Thank much. You Thank you very much. Please, Runo. if you have any suggestions for how we can improve this, please let us know and we'll be fine. Yeah. Now, someone is saying they're trying to beat the inflation of the future with the double price. What, what is the person referring to? This is one of the stories from last week. Yeah, probably. A comment on the comment. What was like my comment? Yeah. Interesting. Well, <laughs> okay. I, I would actually like more context on the double price the person is referring to. But yeah. The whole CBN thing has been, it's, the Naira could eventually stabilize. It's possible. People will be looking for how to keep their money, but I'm feeling like it might blow up in our faces if this is not careful. There might be a lot of money in circulation. Mm. And once that that happens, that's that's inflation. There's no two ways about that. And it happened that a lot of people, instead of going, carrying their money to the bank, we're carrying it to the BDX, the bureau the change, and exchanging Naira for dollars. So they were at even at a higher rate. So the Naira kept falling, falling, falling. But I think it has recovered. It gained like 30 Naira or something over the past okay. few days. Well, again, are we screwed? No worry. I don't even want to. I don't. I don't want to think about the CBN today. Let's <laughs> let's let's deal with the Elon Musk's of this world and. Uh, let's, so guys, those of us listening, those of us watching, thank you so much for being with us throughout all our bands, throughout all the digressions. Thank you very, very much. And if you found this insightful and helpful, please share and share, subscribe, like with your friends, well wishers, your enemies. So if you're watching us on Instagram, on TikTok, and of course on YouTube, please just subscribe, share, like, like I've said. And for those of us who have been with us from the very, very beginning, when we just started, the audio guys, please, please, where can they find us? All right, you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Hyatt Radio, and anywhere else you get your podcast. All right, people. So see you next week and bye. Bye-bye. Bye.